Welcome back to episode two of On The Terrace. Before we get on with the episode, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast so far, shared it on their socials and shown the pod some love. The feedback we have gotten has been absolutely insane and from the bottom of my heart, I really do thank you. For this episode, we are already moving out of Yorkshire to Nottinghamshire, specifically Mansfield. Tom and Ethan discussed their beloved stags, giving a brutal insight into a review of their game versus Bolton and a preview of their game versus table toppers Cambridge United on Saturday. This is going to be a beauty. Enjoy. Tom, Ethan, how are we chaps? Are we doing well? Yep, I'm pretty good. I'm all good. Good, good, good. It's lovely to hear from you both. So this little, this for episode two will be more Mansfield-centric, really. It'll be focused just on, on your lot this time round, because I've already gone against the grain of the Yorkshire-Sheffield pod, and I'm drifting across into Nottinghamshire. But hey-ho, that's how things go. <laughs> so, obviously, looking at the looking at the table um, and looking where you are and, and following Mansfield quite a bit, it was a, a, a bit of a horrendous start, looking at mm-hmm. it from... 14, 14 league games to get a win and then in and around the bottom two to now sat 15th in the league with five wins in 10 and showing some quite intense. So from your perspective, you've watched Mansfield far more than than I have. How, Tom, start with you first, how do you sum up the season so far? Where have you come from? Where have you gone? Well, as it described, um, the first part of it, absolutely dreadful. My expectations... From the beginning, we're obviously high from the get-go. Because you were but, you were title favourites, weren't you? Yeah, we were up there. Yeah, yeah, we were either joint first in the odds of the title race. But um, signings came in, didn't look too promising, to be fair. But looked like he had a plan. Obviously, referring to Graham Coughlin. But uh, nothing seems to take the football was absolutely dreadful. So what 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 didn't work out? I think I think it was more behind the scenes of the training regimes, the way that Graham was doing the training and conducting everything. It was more like regiment style. It was a lot, you know. He tells you and you do that, rather than giving him a bit of leeway or letting them have a bit of freedom. You've got to do this. If not, then there's no point in you being here. Was basically the first impression that we got, obviously, when we had Christian Pierce. Um he was, oh, I would say, hounded out by Graham at the time. He because he was the first one he went to because he was the first one he blamed for letting the team drop. Cause he was then called captain, weren't he, Christian Pierce? And has been for Season, there for season, six it, or seven. Yeah, he'd seen he'd seen so many managers come and go. What about you, Ethan? What do you, what how, how do you think the the season has gone so well, so far? You look at some of the things that he's done, like with William Tomlinson, just for an example. I know you can't conduct what he did, but it's like he's, he's it's almost like he's not considerate. Like a week after the event's gone on, he's at a club and. Is in and that's it. So you look towards situations like that, and you think, well, is he being a bit harsh rather than looking at the football, looking at what they're doing off at pitch? 
and you did get that feeling in his interviews because he never really looked at camera. He's always looking about. He didn't have what you see Clough's interviews in, and it's straight to the point and honest. And I, I didn't see that in him at all. You can see it in players. You can, as soon as Clough came in, in contrast to Clough, uh, Coughlin coming in, you can see players already playing with a bit more freedom, like doing what they want to do on the ball. I think it's more belief in their abilities more than anything. I think it's like more trust. I don't think Coughlin ever put that to one side because going back to every time he was interviewed, he was always talking about the negatives on what they did wrong rather than what they did right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was that thing that you get taught in life that you, you have to you you have to sandwich the negative between the positives. So you say, well, this went well. However, we could have done this better, but always end on a positive. Do you think that Radford and the Radford family made a mistake in appointing Coughlin, or do you think it was just one of those things that we, oh. we tried it, it went wrong, we need yeah, to move I'll... on? Oh, I think, I think um, at, at the time. You know, it, obviously it looks good, doesn't it? Because you, you bring them down. They were fourth in League One when we got in, which is ridiculous for the team they had. And it brings some of their players in, you know, and you're expecting the big things. But when he came in, granted he didn't have his own team, but didn't really affect it that much. We'd, our form didn't pick up brilliantly. Last game at season, because he got called off, with, we won away at Northampton. And we'd... I, I want to say we started to look better, but still conceding their goal was shocking. I just think from where it stems from is literally a point in game with a flick craft. To be fair, yeah, not with a flick craft. Then, then obviously we appoint the youth manager of John Dempster, yeah, who was done, who did so so much for the development squad. I don't even think it was the fact it was a cheap option because clearly if it was the fact of a cheap option then why are we going through so many? Yeah. And why is everyone coming in and out <laughs> from the squad as well? So people that I keep seeing on social media saying that Mans were trying to buy Lightly, buy the league out again. Yeah. No. No, no, because, I mean, one, we've not even got the highest budget. Look at on paper, our two, team's nowhere near as expensive. Two, I mean, January window, if we were if we were that loaded, I could have said about six outs. Oh, yeah, and six ins. Well, other clubs and have brought, done that. <laughs> Puffy said he wants to stick with... Uh, Solid eleven, and then have a few coming in and out, didn't he? So, I just think he's giving people who wants time to prepare, self prepare. Well, I'm perfectly fine with him having time. But do you think that having the money to spend, which Radford has openly said that any manager has got that manager money to spend, do you think that was also a tempting factor as well as him moving back up? Yeah, to his home in Sheffield. Yeah. But you look at at the time of his appointment, we obviously needed a, a, a manager to pick us up. And you can see how how he manages. He's quite stern, as Thomas says. 
that you might think that, you know, give the players a, a bit of a boost and come in. But when he came in, it, I, I, you didn't see it. I didn't see the improvement of play. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't score. We didn't concede, but we didn't score. We ended up drawing so many games, and I think we only won like two games under him when he came in at that season. It, it has gone down as a fact that he's got the worst win ratio, win percentage. Yeah, we just didn't score, and then we we're just conceding rubbish goals. I mean, that Tom, you saw it as well because you were there with me. That goal that we conceded away at Northampton was dreadful. Just absent. There were no free in box, no one marking him. It's the, it's the way he approaches the players. It's the way he addresses everything. It's just all bite. Yeah. It's just all shout, shout. It's and some players don't need all, that. They need all a pat on back. Don't they? Room. Some players need a pat on back, and I don't think they got it. From conversations I've had with you, with you both previously, especially that Newport game in the second leg of the playoff semi final, oh. which was. Which is up there with the best nil nils of well, best nil nils yeah. in ninety minutes I've Brilliant ever seen. Brilliant game, but you know, because it had everything. And from what I've read and what I've seen, that I don't think Bradford had an option but to get rid of Flitcroft. I know it probably wasn't. It probably went against quite a few Mansfield fans' grin, but the objective that year was to get promoted. You was in the yeah. hot seat to get promoted. And absolutely, just like I said to bottled Ben again, when, when, when we looked at Doncaster Rovers, you bottled it. Uh, MK Dons, I know it was a really, that game was had all, all that rigmarole around it when you were moved, you had a ticket in one section and they moved you around because MK yeah. Dons, uh, I think all, all that had, had something to do with it, but you can see it in what, three, four, five. Yeah, three, four, five. Yeah, fourth minute there, and then they obviously go up. Um, I don't even remember uh, when we was there. The first thing I said to you, well, we have more of a good chance of winning this game if we don't concede with the first 10 minutes. Yeah, we did, didn't we? So, Yeah, they got the first corner, first goal. You're still not where you want to be because being sat 15th at league. But you are nine, nine. Po- nine, po- nine, nine points off the top seven. You're 11 points off the bottom two. What's what are you, both your expectations for the remainder of the season? You, you you're obviously you. I wouldn't say you're on a roll, but you're playing as you've both playing said. And, and, and you're playing better football. You look more like going forward. That second goal, we'll get to the goal later. But the second goal against Bolton, wow, that's such good football. The the, the intricate playing, the the legend that is Stephen Quinn with it with a precise <laughs> through ball, with with a, with a precise through ball and, and a great finish from Jamie Reid. Like a, a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant goal. And you're looking, if, if you'd have said that before Puffy was appointed in November, that wasn't going to be there. So what are your expectations for the remainder of the season? Well, the Clough, if you look at Clough's record since he's come in, if we had it from the start of the season, we'd be right up there, you know, going going off averages and so on and so forth. But, you know, we're getting on in season now. We've played, what, 27 games, 26 26. Along those lines, yeah. Along those lines, yeah. Yeah, and I can see us winning another, what, another seven or so, something like that. Well, it's the draws, when, and it's been a problem for such a long time. Now. It's the amount of draws that we have. Has it been a problem for Clough, though, the draws? Because when he took over, what, what did we have, nine or ten? 
Well, more something like that, that, really. like 12, I think, something like that. I, I, don't, I don't know. The, the thing the thing is, when you took over, look where we were. We were, what? You were in what, the bottom two. 20, 20, yeah. 22nd, about a point above the second bottom. Yeah. So, you look at us now. And the eight, I'm happy where we are right now. Could do with being a bit higher, in my opinion. But yeah, I'm at, yeah. He's stemmed the ship, which is an objective done already. He's just just stay the ship, keep us keep us up, prepare for uh, next season, and then. So you're already you're already conceding the fact that this season's over, not even a, a I late. I would say it's charge. over. I would say it's over. Yeah, no. I would say. Say so it determines and someone's at door. Back in the room about... until Pat discovered that I had a delivery, but it worked for me. So a late charge is not on then. Well, I won't I won't count it out just yet. I mean I'd, the the way we look, we look brilliant, but we'll get on to Bolton game. But we're playing brilliant football, as he said, to score. The difference in goals we're scoring is night and day. And um, we've only lost seven. If you look at teams around us, they've lost 12, 12, 10 games. We've only lost seven. But we've only won seven at the same time. It's... If it was now, if you could put a position where you, where you think you'll finish in the League 2 table at the end of the season, where are you putting yourself? Well, 12th, I think. 10 or 11th. 10 or 11th, so not, not even going as high as maybe oh. even sneaking into the top seven. I want to say... Mean, we could, but I don't there. think we'll do it. I want to say I want to say there because we obviously have games in hand, we have, but obviously I don't think we're that bad to be in the bottom half. Also, no. we got to look at the perspective of the fact of injuries, our, our our squad at the moment there's no there's nothing in depth. Yeah, we we are there. If you're looking at ins, you've got Ollie Sarkic, Jamie Partington, George Labsley is now a permanent from Charlton, and then the legend that is Stephen Quinnen on loan. Have they have they made that situation? Have have they have they been a part of that success so far? For, well, Quinn's been for brilliant since coming in. Well, it's going to be yeah. an experienced midfielder. That's, you know. He's played Premier League. He, he, he played for us in Premier League first time yeah. over there. Yeah. I'll be honest, I'm surprised with Stephen Quinn. We how fit that man still is and he can yeah. run forever. He runs forever. He never stops. He, he, I, I, I said to a, a couple of Blades mates that Mansfield had, had made an... Un- I even said it to you, Tom, didn't I? That he made an unreal signing there in Stephen Quinn and you were you were, you were were admittedly reserved. And that... Like I mentioned earlier about that through ball for, for Jamie Reed, that's just a snapshot of what you'll get with Stephen Quinn. So you bringing those four players in, how have they gotten on as, as individuals or as a team or have they made the, the be- impact that you desired? I think the most impact still is Lapsley. Oh, yeah, definitely. Due, due to the fact, like, he's 100% committed and that and it's like a drill cell bunny. I honestly, he doesn't stop. <laughs> he doesn't. He never, never, never stops running, and he's got the ability as well. That's that's the that's the fine margin we are league. I'm you, sat you here watching people that are hard working, but you've got to have the ability as well. 
I'd be sitting here it. watching our game, and if I'm looking at Lapsley, I'm sweating for him. The other two signings are also learned that Jamie Partington and Ali Sarsic, I know absolutely nothing about either of them. Well, right, so I haven't seen well, Keeper play, obviously, because he hasn't played. He's the kid from Wolves, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Partington. Yeah, he, he, he said, um, Clough said he's going to bring him in just for competition purposes, which. Yeah. Which is fair enough. Yeah, is well, same as I, same as I say to other people. Could, could we not do that with academy keeper that we've got? Yeah, you mentioned do, do something about the the aged and kids from Wolverhampton just to push Aiden Stone or Marek Steck. Yeah, well, like, but it's but it's, it's for Partington that would be good for him to get sort of in and around the first team. It's experience for him, yeah. But yeah. in my opinion, the only benefit from this loan is for the kid. Yeah, it's not, yeah, because he, he's, he don't know, he obviously don't know the ins and outs of what the wage split will be between Wolves and, and Mansfield. I'm presuming that his majority is still played by Wolves because he'll be on pence compared to, yeah, well, compared to yeah, what, yeah, one day professional that, football. That, well. that, that's beyond, that's beyond fans' knowledge. But, yeah. So you're not. But that, so, like I say, if you if you want to talk about competition, I can't see how this this young lad is going to push an experienced keeper and a young keeper who's made himself self-established at this club already. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then the one. So I, I, don't, I don't get how the atmosphere is going to be more competitive. Yeah, and the one I obviously wanted to talk to you most about, like I said, I, I know nothing about him as a. I, I know. Well, I think I know nothing about Oliver Sarge's had. I know, obviously, um, played at Blackpool, played at Burton, and I also know that he came through the Anderlecht um, youth system. He's an academy youth product, and I think he moved to Portugal for either Porto or Benfica. I'm not sure which one. Um, and that's about it. But he's a Montenegrin international, but born in Grimsby, which still doesn't make sense, but never mind. Um, and he could be out in Grimsby. He could be out. But he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's played seven times for the under-21s. And... What what's what what's he like? Obviously, I mean, I, I, obviously... I've seen him play for twenty minutes, and yeah, <laughs> it, it, the only thing I saw him was that he he covered his man, but he seemed to like drop off more than what the other players were doing. He was seeming to like drop off and then trying to make a run <laughs> when we got the ball back. I, basically, what you're describing the... as a defensive forward is what you're trying to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, because that is Jordan Bowery, to be fair. Yeah, but Bowery can actually tackle. I didn't see him make a tackle in 20 minutes that were on pitch. He's a different player. But the thing is with Sarki, Nigel Clough mentioned he got in for the purpose of his versatile, how versatile he is. The fact that, because when, when he went Burton, Nigel Clough was obviously in charge. Um, He played him on wing, he played him up front. They played him anywhere. They were the wrong wing when he came on. So, is it a le- the thing is, the thing is, what I don't understand we've loaned two experienced and self established strikers out to teams in our league, and we brought Sarkic in. But Sarkic has got a reputation for having quite a few injuries. And obviously now he has an injury. Yeah. And you're a bit now blunt up front. Well, now, now you've spoken about 
outgoings. I want to swiftly sort of shift it onto that because this could be hotly contested between you both because I do have my own views on this. Um, because what when it happened, it was just I was so confused. You so Nicky Maynard signed from Bury, he scored twenty plus goals for in League One in, 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 in League Two for Bury in their promotion season before unfortunately they went down the pan and obviously went bankrupt and out of business completely. And then in the in the latter ends, either just before deadline day, he gets loaned out to your league rivals in Newport, who are eight above you in the league. They they were then, I think, in the top three. Now they've dropped to fifth or sixth. From an outsider, that is bizarre. Is it is there anything that you know as <laughs> as 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 fans of the club and what your fans have been discussing on forums and between your families? What, well, what, what, I can't even phrase the question. What on earth happened? In Nigel said that Nicky had spoke to him and said that he wants to play, yeah, and he weren't playing because Bowie and Reed were picking up the four when they were playing well at that point. But if you're getting rid of Andy Cook, why are you getting rid of Neymar? Nate, uh, Maynard at the same time. <laughs> uh, why are you getting rid of him at the same time? Because you, then you're left with no experience and you've got to draw a line, I think, between clubs' needs sometimes and the players, what they want. Yeah, this is what me and you were chatting about um, a bit last month when this actually happened. Uh He's saying that we haven't got experienced players in, and he goes and loads two uh, two out. So, yeah, there's, there's obviously been, there's now. obviously been a disagreement there, and Andy Cook has got that reputation of being, yes, a goal scorer, yeah, but sli- slightly on on the side of outside of, outside like, of a, outside of a match day, not being the best. I can't say the best professional, but sort of, he's always looked on the heavier side. And I don't know if that's his style of play. There's obviously been plenty of footballers in in the past that have been. Have been pretty effective, oh, and, and, and on the biggest target side, man wise, he's brilliant. Yeah, 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 he's brilliant. Yeah. Look at his record. Hold the ball up, he's brilliant. Look at look at his record at Walsall. Look at it; it's just it's unbelievable. But get this point out at Walsall, they played with him up front alone. Alone, yeah. So it's, yeah. It, so Andy Cook is is a is one of those players that is is a good footballer and is a good league two, but in league one play, it's just your system that didn't quite fit in. I, want, I don't, I don't even know. I think, I think, week in, week out, me. I do rate him highly. but It's the fact that... No, it, Nigel's obviously said in an interview again, because like you said, he's open, open and honest. He's said a lot of things in interviews recently. Yeah. Um, the two went... He had to send the two out on loan because they wanted regular first-team football. Well, you know, yeah. And that's it. And obviously, and Nigel's been open and honest with him, saying, "Right, well, you're gonna have to go out on loan then, for the simple fact that Jordan Bowery and Jamie Reed, they're they're confidence players, uh, well, exactly, they but, but, they're confidence players. and they are flowing. Yeah, but what about yeah, what, they are but, flowing? But, absolutely flying. But who's going to then come in if if one of them drops off or if one of them gets injured? Who's then going to take? Who's going to step up? Well, this is thing. Well, this, is, this Tom, is what we were saying. I said to Tom Matt Sarkic. Is Sarkic maybe weren't the first option to bring in? We, I was saying to Tom, they were 
obviously there were a load of rumours around Lucas Aikens and we think we, me and Tom said maybe that's fallen through and they've gone for Sarkic instead I'll just uh, I'll just I'll just uh, define how bare this is because on our bench last game I I just looked at it and thought we're not making any subs then are we yeah we can both team up with that Eric Stett Eric Stett Corey O'Keefe Aaron O'Driscoll James Clark Mal Benning Jason Law Tari Sinclair that's seven subs it's, it's Matt, it's Matt, seven subs he's got really yeah no, well, if you look at if you look at Sheffield United look at that there's been counter-match games this season we've got that man, we, we've, we've, we've had, got that Maguire on Ben Gentry yeah, yeah, yeah well no we've had it we, Antoine Hackford played against played 10 minutes against Crystal Palace he's 16 years old <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's nuts and there was I think it was a Crystal Palace game where we only had six subs in the Premier League we and, and all clubs have been blighted by injuries but Mansfield have I've certainly had a fair few. I was, I'm as confused as you are. Obviously, Maynard has obviously got some sort of issue, and he's always had this egotistical issue. He's always, you, he's always had it this up front. This is where I, this is why it was a little, a, think, a little bit of a surprise. But he's always been a little bit of standoffish because in games, right, he could go missing for 75 minutes. He gets a tapping, then, 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 yeah, then, yeah, then he wakes up. Then he wakes up. It's like if you look at him in his young days at Crew, like when he was super, super young. His strike partner was Dean Ashton at Crew, young and old. He was running around like an endless chicken. He's got uh, when you signed him from Bury, I thought that could be the signing of that season for that league because you've got a proven League Two goal scorer who will run round and he will work hard. And in that season, no, no, that, he, scored in, now, he scored good goals in Championship even when we were at West Ham. West Ham, exactly. The issue with us now, hey, money for we've him. Set, we've set a bar. We've set a bar for our standards, as any club would. But unfortunately, for the last couple of seasons, we've not fulfilled it at all. We've not gone anywhere near that bar. So, for the last... Well, we had Tyler Walker in that promotion push. Well, he was just awesome, but we're not going to get... He could, he could play, play like rubbish that. and still score. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you had... And that would be a difference. It, it... If Maynard plays rubbish, then is is. He's got anyone who gets he's, he's not going to do it. Do, do you think that do you think that the service has been an issue since you lost players like George Grant and um, no, I don't, Ma- I, I, Ma- I don't think it is. You see, you see Maynard in the game, and a lot of people have said, like, you know, he's one of the best strikers in the league and inside the box, but you see him have four chances a game, and you can see him miss yeah. four dead, dead easy chances and then put one away. and a striker is quality who's played in championship should be put in at least three of those five in back in there. That's it. And he doesn't. Yeah, because you're not he's very experienced, he's a journeyman, he's been he's been there, bagged. No end of goals. It, it I just don't think we're cutting it. No, it's it, to be fair, apart from his Bristol City days and at crew obviously in his early time, his goal record's actually not that good. Like Cardiff, two in twenty two, mm. Milton Keynes Dons. 1866, and then at Bury, it's 21 in 37 and 17 in 50 for Mansfield. So, yeah, but he's, he's not. We, we know if a striker goes on a roll, yeah, he's on it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's on it. Yeah, if he, if he has one season, is he going to be a one season wonder or is he going to be setting that bar for himself each time? Yeah, absolutely. So, do you think like Tyler Walker? Just to well, yeah, exactly. Just to finish this little section off, do you think he'll come back and be part of? Nigel Cuff's fans, or do you think he'll get to the end of the season, no. however long on his contract, and then he'll he'll move on? 
Yeah, I think he'll move. Because he had that issue with him this season anyway. <laughs> he came back, he came back from the fact that no one would pay his wage. Wages, yeah. And then, well, we had that original video when we signed him at first place with him going to Portugal and all that stuff that went a bit mad in League 2 forums and stuff a bit, like A bit mad. It's about as good as Newport's GTA. Yeah, yeah. But they, they've obviously took a twist of our video, haven't they, with that? Which, fair play, you know. Obviously, it were a marquee signing, like you said, Seb. And it did score, what were it, 18 goals that season. I mean, that's not, that's not a terrible It's not a terrible contribution. Is it? no. but, it's not, but same as said with the standard bar. Well, yeah, it's the standard, isn't it? We're not expecting to do it season in, season out. It's just the work rate and the attitude of yeah. contributing or wanting it. It, it. There's none of that. I think I move more up and down, up and down quality lane and steps than he would do it on pitch. Going to KPs at half time. And that's it. It's, a it, couple of peas, a couple of peas, mate. It, it's, it's just mad. It's, it, it, it's mad because it does take only a second to score a goal. And that work rate obviously helps the team out, especially in your defensive contribution. Because if you are holding, on to, if, if, you, if you are holding on to a lead, you expect your... Not, you don't want your centre forward in the middle of the box, but you want him to be making sure that he's aware and he's alert. He knows where his defenders are. He knows that if yeah. that if that on counter attack, if that ball goes off at the top, you know exactly where it's going to go. And Maynard never looked like that. He never ever. I think that's it. what I think that one might have contributed to Clough letting him go out and loan as well. His it, it, work rate, like even under Coughlin yeah, and even before that, was, was was not the best. But same same as what I can't work out is the fact of where he's gone loan. Yeah, because he doesn't not fit into that team whatsoever. He's not the person you'd expect to be up front for Newport. Don't it? get me wrong, I don't. Don't get me wrong, I don't watch Newport in that like yeah. us, but Newport is Newport. I mean, they adapt their playing style for the fact of their own pitch. Yeah, your pitch is your your pitch is it for them. Your pitch didn't look great against Bolton, but he did have a. I've got some inside on that. Oh, go on. I've got some inside on you for that. Um, so, obviously, because of the COVID and all that, we decided we were going to save money on not relaying it. Okay. We didn't no, um, never relayed it, did we? And now we have a drainage issue. Fair enough. So, this is simply the reason why... I think this is the most we've had called off like since... Back in non-league days. Well, to be yeah, fair, but Nigel Clough, again, Nigel Clough said it in his interview, didn't he? He was brutally honest about it. He said, we had, what, five, six months to relay the pitch and sometimes it could take a bit longer than that and and they, know, and they didn't do it. That's, not, it that, and, that's not a team issue. That's nothing that the 11 on the pitch and the backroom staff is a good issue. Yeah, it's, that's what he said and he's and that's what we like about him. That's what everyone likes about him. He's honest, you know. It, tell, it says well, it how it is and that's what fans want. The thing is, with is, the Clough... Style it is the club style, same as in dad. You, you, you want to know everything about yeah. who you're managing, of course, you do. Oh, yeah, he, he controls all the intricacies, doesn't he? He, he knows what his, um, his fitness coach is well, doing on a Sunday way. night at eight o'clock. Then he's, he's he is like that. But moving moving forward, speaking of your pitch yeah. and Bolton on Wednesday night, obviously, he'd been <laughs> Ian, I don't know if you've seen it, Ian Everett was absolutely furious. At the uh, at the date that was picked, he was furious. Well, he can be as furious as he right. wants. Him leaving Barrow and going to Bolton, which is a he's leaving a, a rising ship with the sails going quite well and overachieving top end non league side, bottom end league two to a sinking ship in Bolton. But that's a different different story for another day. 
it's your first home game for six games, and obviously you've got one coming up on on Saturday against Cambridge. But you tune yeah. up and cruising, and then suddenly click your fingers. It's three two. What Bad happened? Bro. Well, have you seen the the first goal that gets them back into it? Ah, uh, yeah. First goal is it? I've uh, completely. Even before they scored their third goal, which was brilliant. Don't get me wrong. That that that's a great finish. Yeah. We we had a few chances to, to win three two rather than lose three two because Jamie Reid had another chance in it. Well, I'm I'm going to draw your attention to I think it was still nil nil at this point. Um, Nigel Clough went. It's a Stonewall penalty uh, in the first half. Oh, oh is this a challenge on Quinn? Yeah, on there's, Quinn, there's, yeah. A, there's a challenge on Stephen Quinn, and I, I haven't seen it. I haven't been able to find a clip of it uh, anyway because your you official find uh, your official highlights doesn't. It only shows. A few chances, and then the um, the obviously the capitulation. Yeah, yeah, don't show it. Don't do, you, show do, it. do you agree with Cuffy? It is an absolute stonewall penalty. How he has not seen that and looked at it and just gone, yeah, whatever penalty. I it just completely baffles me how he hasn't given that. It is an absolute. It's as much as a penalty as anything. And I was just sw- looked at it and just waved his hand. Is is I I, don't, I can't get my head around it at all. It, it's I a ridiculous really challenge. It I, is a ridiculous challenge. I, I, I'm hoping that I can get a, a clip of it because from from like just looking at Cluffy's mannerisms and looking at his expression, he was. Yeah, I think I don't think Fury is quite quite covers it. Let's no. go back to the bit. Just go back to the bit with Everett moaning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, right, so what do they always do? Just moans. The the the, the, fir- the first time when it was called off, we offered to rearrange it for the day midweek, after. Midweek, weren't it? Were it midweek, Wednesday. It, it was literally twenty four hours. Yeah, it was literally twenty four hours. So instead of the Tuesday, it was going to be the Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, Mansfield's a ball was all that far. Yeah, his excuse was, "Well, we can't get an hotel tonight." Don't need an hotel. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, from Bolton, I forgot to win him at Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, right. I forgot you travelling from Exeter. I could understand, but you know, it's not exactly. It's not like uh, you know, getting a call off when it's uh, Exeter Barrow. You know, it's it's an hour to Bolton from it's Bolton. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an hour. It, yeah, two hours. Yeah, two hours tops. If that, yeah. It's two hours, if that. It's not five and a half. It's just, you don't need a... You know, you've got a coach. And then, it's it's bold. And then they were moaning at the fact that um, he didn't want to play on that day either. It's like, well, don't play them. Yeah, don't play yeah, them. Exactly. Well, you, you well, don't play points. them. It's, it's just a t- typical mentality. I don't know if he's got a bee in his money that it's Mansfield. He's, he's classed as a Chesterfield legend. I don't know if he's got a bee in his money about that or... They were trying to leave Bolton on. They were trying to get the game it's on. Still, the, the, the he's best. still salty about that one nil away win. Yeah, he must be. He must be still so. <laughs> I feel I don't have done just when Bolton players come out. I'd have played an audio of the Calvin Andrew goal against Chesterfield. I'd have just played that audio. Oh, about Mal Benning smashing into Bomb Corner. Oh, oh, is it that is? It, oh, yeah, it is that game. Did he, did he, he played in both games? Didn't he? He was at Chesterfield. Yeah, he played in both. Yeah, played in both. Yeah. I'd, have, I'd have played in both. Just one after another on the loop. From what screen? If screen's still working, it's calling you ex Wembley screen. Follow it. 
like I said, he's doing, fair, he's joined a sinking ship at Malta. I don't know what he was doing in, in, in that regard. I went back. I don't, mate, mate, it is no longer a sinking ship. You look at that team on paper, on paper honestly, tell me that's not a League One team. Well, yeah, even, 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 even before they, all that, it's just all the financial stuff behind it. They've had financial trouble since they, were, since they got relegated into the Championship. They've always been blighted by it. Yeah, they've got fantastic footballers. Don't get me wrong, but it, 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 you've got to cross that line between a team of individuals and a, and a, and a team. Um, and a, and oh, a, I know that. And a, and a lot of them, and yeah, they've got they've got good players. Don't get me wrong. Um, don't get me wrong. They are the biggest team in League Two by a mile. People can't be saying about you know big clubs or whatever. Because big clubs don't exist. Armour, Rafa Vanarama will be in it. Yeah, well, no, yeah. exactly. Big clubs don't need. Like, do you know that mentality where I, I hate this? I've said this to quite a few people in the past in regards to... And me, and my dad and me have had, have had conversations about this. Obviously, my, my dad, in the early 90s, well, even throughout his teenage years, is a, is, was, was watching Aston Villa all the time, pretty much every single home game. This was there... If you, this at that time, when he stopped going in the early 90s, six, seven years before, they were European champions. And, the, and we've discussed this quite a few times. My dad doesn't watch football anymore. He absolutely hates the sport in regards to the money that he's financing throughout <laughs> yeah. it. But yeah. he was saying that teams like Leeds, like Sheffield Wednesday, anybody that says, oh, we deserve this because of our history, we have got a God-given right to be where we should be, should be in history, is complete rubbish. It is yeah. rubbish. You're listening no, county fans. Yeah, nobody, nobody has the God-given right to be anywhere. It's where you are at that time. You earn it exactly. through, through merit alone and playing really, like either playing effective football, playing good football. You, every, every club goes through spits and spots. I can speak here from my own experience. We spent six years in League One. And, League One, yeah. And, and, and Sheffield Wednesday did the same, but Leeds fans, like, when we got promoted the first time, uh, well, out of, uh, when we got promoted two seasons ago to the Premier League, they said, well, we deserve to be there. Sheffield so Wednesday were in League One. Yeah, Leeds exactly. were in League One. Exactly. And, and if any if any team said, well, we've got a big club, we've got great history, we deserve to be there. And one of the, and another club in our region that... You also deserve to be in the place... Where you are. Where you get where sent you are. to. Yeah. And another club that's... Yeah. That, uh, I've gone a little bit quiet over the recent years, but after they sort of fell out of the Premier, uh, out of the Premier League into the Championship, it's Nottingham Forest. They used to do it as well. And they've got around their ground. They've got the, they've won all these competitions and, and whatever. Champions League or whatever. Yeah, they, they've won the European Cup and they've won these in it's the league. It's a sense of pride. It, yeah, it's a sense of pride. Yeah. But it's tribal at the same time in regards that it's, it is, it, if you think, it, it, it's all right thinking you deserve to be there, but if you're not there at that time because you were going for it's a no bad, longer valid, is it? It's no longer you're valid. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we just made and you've brought County into that and yeah, absolutely. they they think another team. There's loads of teams that like Chesterfield do it. Rex, right? Wrexham, well Wrexham. Yeah, you're massive in non-league, but you're struggling to go out of it. How long have Wrexham been there now? Twelve, thirteen years. We did. Going in, going into the positives during the the thing that Coughlin didn't do is he's got two really good goals. Um, I know, um, I know the first goal is well, he's just hit it as hard as he could. And it, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone through keeper's hands. But that uh, either side of goalkeeper it's in anyway. And the goal from Reed, I've, I've already explained already that it was really, really good. Are yeah, well, you... Ollie Clark had a smashing game, yeah, and he, he has done since he's come back in from his little knee injury or whatever it was. Yeah, he 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 has run that midfield like he said he would. Yeah, so he's he, he's surprised when he gets the ball. He. He's literally motoring forward. He loves. Yeah, he looks up. That's it. He goes. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. 
That's what he wanted, someone to charge the middle of the field. So despite conceding three goals in 17 mad minutes, are you, are you both happy with the direction that you are both, that you're going in? Can you see... Can you see? Yeah. Can you see the ideas? Can you see where this is going? Can you see the project? Yeah, that's you can see forward? it slowly coming. You can see it slowly, but you, you, you know you've just got to give time. You've got to give time. Yeah, absolutely. you can see what he's trying to do, but what he's trying to get is the sense of who we can trust in the in the current squad. And Mal Benning is not that person. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant contribution it, after two to minutes. Fair, to be fair, this blip that he, that Mel's on right now, I do feel sorry for him for the. Ah, fact I feel that sorry for him. Brought, he got, yeah, he got brought on. He got brought on the game previous from the Baltimore one. As soon as he came on, we've conceded, and as soon as it, he comes off at Baltimore, we literally conceded, two minutes yeah. he scores an own goal. He, 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 yeah, can't, he, can't, yeah. he can't do much about it. No, but you know it sums up his season. Really, he's not he's not been fantastic for us. Let's be honest. I just don't understand. It's like if you if you look at him, he's literally in front by a couple of steps of the front of the first post. Yeah, it, it, and we can't. It's not to good touch off anyone. He's just misjudged it. He's misjudged it. He's just sliced it. At least you yeah. put at least you put players on the post. You do feel bad for him because he has been our left back for quite a few seasons now, and he has been really solid he, he for us. He is the longest serving. Yeah, yeah. Now, and now he has is, been yeah. really, really solid for us. Yeah, but absolutely. you know, this yeah, season is he's had a bit of a blip, like Tom says. It's what gives me People keep saying, you know, he's past it. He's not even thirty. Yeah, he's not past it. It's just everyone has a dip in form. It's just. He's twenty-seven. It's when he is. That's insane, though. It is what it is. Everyone, everyone has a blipping. We were one to find knocking Forest at one point. You know, uh, right. we were playing that well. Well, yeah, but CJ Hamilton was being looked at by West Brom and has a Blackpool. So you can't really well, say we rejected bid, didn't we? Yeah. Rejected well, bid from him. And I've, and, I, and I've said to you both before. You can see why. Yeah, I could, I've said to you both before. You should have cashed in when you did. Looking forward Saturday. Saturday comes round and you've got. It's it's it, you've now got into that part of the season now, which is really really quick. So you've got table toppers Cambridge coming to Field Mill, One Court, whatever it's called. It's Field Mill, and it always be Field Mill to me. Yeah, um, yeah it's, Field Mill. it's it's a huge huge test because they are when you make a career mode on FIFA, it's always Field Mill. It's always Field Mill, absolutely. So it's a massive test. They've been a little bit wobbly, obviously. Join with uh, Southend their last game, and I think they lost to Salford. They got absolutely battered before. However, this is where um, I, I want to get your insight into this because their away record is fairly good. They've got 20 points out of their 49 away from home. And your home form is nothing mm. short of absolutely rubbish. Dross. You've had, you've, had two wins, <laughs> you've had two wins at home all season. So you've got table toppers uh, and you need got, you've got, I think, the sixth or seventh in the away form table and you've got 23rd in the home table playing against each other. Yeah. How do you see the game? How do you see it going? At players, I look at players like... Ironside and well, you got Paul Mullin. He's like, like Mullin, Mullin, yeah, Mullin. He's got twenty. And you're looking at and you're looking at our defensive record, and you know you, it's not brilliant. We won two home games. Not yeah. great. So, but it's looking like you've got the no, optimism. It, you look, you look there, but it's not. I think I think if you're going to rally him up, you've got to go with the attitude that you've got no to lose. Bit of a free Literally, yeah, yeah. Is it a bit of a free you, you haven't got anything to lose. You're, you're against you're against a team that has the top scorer in the league despite him being injured. 
for a decent period of time. This is our first loss in eight games. Yeah, it is. From the, pre- from the previous match. So, I think that's what people are forgetting. That's our first defeat in eight. Yeah, we're not easily beatable now, whereas we was under Cloughlin, because we have got a good attacking force now. And mm. it's, it's, it's hard to say, because they have got, obviously, the best striker in the league, and they've got Wes Hooleran, and which was a mental sign at the start of the season, even though he is 38. Imagine, imagine moving to Australia and thinking, right, my career's going to be over. Oh, no, yeah. I've got to move to Cambridge. Yeah, <laughs> even though he's 38. He has played well. You know, you've got to give him credit. He's played well. Do you, do you think then that you're going to have to change your system a little bit? Right, looking, looking. Well, I don't for... know. Because... No, I mean, no. I don't think so because we've got James Perchin at right back and I, I quite like him there because he seems to calm and calm the team down and bring a bit more experience into it. I, I, do, I do prefer Perch at centre-half, to be fair. I, I, I do like him in just in the team. Not in midfield, but in that defensive area, I do like him in the team because he, he does bring that calmness. Oh, yeah. I'm just sorry, I'm just reading... Uh, and reading play, yeah. Match re- yeah. I'm just, I'm just re- reading the, no, I'm reading the uh, match report. From yeah, the it's, an, it's another there. player... It's another player that we've got who's played in Premier League with Newcastle. Like, he's played yeah, so high-end football. Play, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's 35, isn't he? He's played a lot of games for Scunny and he's played a, um, he's played a lot of games everywhere, to be fair. I know he's had a... I don't, I don't think he's had that many clubs, has he, James Perch? Um, no, he's, he's been at Newcastle Forest. for a lot of time. Yeah, Scunny. yeah. He was he started at Forest, didn't he? Cause he's, a, he's actually from... I didn't realise this until... I was doing my research. I didn't realise until the, until we got him actually. He, he, he's actually yeah. he's actually from Mansfield. He's um yeah. he's, he's a Mansfield lad. Um because it's looking like from your previous from from the bottom game, there's no doubt. It's obviously yeah, you, you've already mentioned that your squad is 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 awfully thin on the ground. But with three games in six days, so you've gone from you've gone Having from no you, games you've gone what, from, you've, four weeks, three weeks, three weeks. Yeah, so you've gone from playing Colchester on the Sunday. The long yeah. trip down to Essex, then playing Bolton on the Wednesday, then Cambridge on the Saturday. Does anybody? What 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 do you think in regards to? You might have to change it round, but who drops in? Who comes out? Or do you just play the same eleven? And you just go look. And what happened at Bolton? You this is now your responsibility. I don't think we can change the back line. To be fair, I don't think no, we can actually do any change from sticking an experienced player out for a non-experienced player in. Well, I think I think we're missing a bit. I think we're missing Joe Riley a bit at the minute. Because again, he's got that experience. He has, yeah, but I don't think he's from. I don't think he's from a specific side. To be fair, but what did what I have noticed is the left side of our, um, uh, McLaughlin is prone to being too high up the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know well, he's, I, I know I he's like been he's a, a veteran player. winger. He's I know he's been player. a veteran winger around right our leagues. Well, things with Mal, he likes to pursue a bit forward a bit. Well, obviously, with the getting behind on the width last game, the issue. And they had they are quick attackers, I'll be honest. Well, well they've got Dapo off a line. He's rapid. And he's got and he's good at his feet. And we've seen that when he played for us for, for only, what, about 10 I, games. I guess... he, he looked good when he came on. He didn't get enough games. He only came on in cup no, games. He, to no, be he, fair. Didn't get, he didn't get enough games. I said, well, I said to you, 
while he were at home, he should be playing because he's he's a really good player. So you you looking at it, keeping the same eleven then, or you? Well, I'm gonna actually no, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go forward to that because you've, you've sort of answered my, my two them two questions together really. So okay, this, 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 this is a big one for you both. Who's playing where? So I want you to both give me your eleven for Saturday's game against Cambridge. Tom, go on, Tom. You can uh, you can start. Aiden Aiden Stone will be in goal. Um, don't don't think there'll be any changes in back four. So Perch right back. Uh, McLaughlin left back. Perry Rawson, Sweeney centre half. That's an angry centre half partnership, that is. It's a very lump it and like it centre half partnership. That 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 Rawson just going on to it. Uh, when he played against a crazy game against Forest Green last season, he was awesome. He was absolute. And when you signed him, I thought, brilliant. I'm so glad you've got him. I'm not going to lie. It, that's the only game that got me excited about him. And yeah. I'm still not seeing yeah. a replica. You know what you want to get? It's like having a bold Matt Preston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt Preston can't even get a game at Barnet, so... They must be a bit right, better. Right, right, don't know when you've got when you've got two two red cards in five games. I've still got the video of him snapping that Oldham player and he does a backflip. Oh, <laughs> I've still I've still got that video on my phone. I've never wanted one of our own players to be sent off more than out. Oh my <laughs> god! That it was absolutely it horrendous. Deserved, it deserved the charge. <laughs> it deserved. It, the it did. It was. It, it wasn't even it a slight to be going down for just, assault. It was just assault. Yeah, it were running at full chat, two foot, well, played as a backflip, and it goes off like on a stretcher. <laughs> it was horrendous. And then you just see these guys picking his leg up after. Yeah, <laughs> it were. It, <laughs> were, it were that bad. <laughs> it were that bad. So you've got your back line, but, Tom. Yeah, you've got that line. Um, what about me, He's got okay. I can't see. I can't see there being a change because if you just look look at the bench from the last game, it was just bare. So it will just be it'll just be Clark, Quinn, George Maris is the central central midfielder partnership of the three. Because for some reason we're playing with four three three at the moment. I quite like the system though. I do like. I don't mind it. Well, I find it a bit odd that we're playing Jordan Bowery on wing. But he can do it. He's doing it. He is doing it. He's, he's getting assists every he's other game, he's not goal, goal every scorer. other game. Jordan Barry is not a goal scorer. He's not a winger either. No, but he's not a goal scorer either. And I think he's probably, I probably agree with Ethan. Right? To be fair, from the from the bits I've seen in Chesterfield, he's, had, he's Chester, doing it. It's just Chesterfield had Villa's pants down when they when they sold him for were it nine on a million quid because even Chesterfield fans that I know have even said the same thing like the the. They've seen they saw nothing from him that, that warranted that, but he's obviously doing it for, for Manchester now. We weren't even excited when we got him. No, yeah, Chesterfield fans. We got him and we just thought, oh my God. And for the first three months, you know, he did kind of prove us right, but as soon as Clough came in, he was an absolutely different animal. Absolutely no, different to, animal. To, to be fair, to be fair, under Graham, he were probably one at best. Yeah, but it's not. It wasn't hard to do that. It better a bad bunch. Yeah, but now it yeah, looks better a good bunch. It boom. looks up there. It looks up there. Uh, some good players as well. Yeah, so to finish it off, Tom. So then you've got obviously Jamie Reed and Barry. 
and Barton um, Charlesley and Charlesley up top. So, what about you, Ethan? Yeah, but it's, I, I, I do agree with Tom. I think the back four and Aiden Stone will obviously be in there because you don't want Barry Steck in there. Um, not this season, anyway. Did some of the errors? I mean, con- conceding a corner when you've come out to catch it and well, rolled uh, yourself into the net with the ball. I wasn't going to bring that up, but you did. Anyway, we'll, we'll <laughs> rush over that like it never happened. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, you've said it now. Yeah, well, I don't want to speak about it. What <laughs> <laughs> you have. It, yeah, it gives me uh, some some form of nightmare. Anyway, Aidan Stone, yeah. It'll be Perch, Sweeney, Faz, um, McLaughlin... Uh, uh, Maris will be playing just in front but I think what I say about Maris is I did give him a bit of stick at start of the season because it didn't look like he could pass the ball but he has he has really really improved oh, ah, another Brexit here from Roller then yeah, yeah, the can lump he, it without passing no he has really improved with his passing I've been really impressed with him over the past 10 games so be a bender like back so um. Um, I'll give him some credit for that. When Quinn, it'll be Quinn and Clark, obviously, which are motors at midfield because they never stop running. And obviously, with Quinn, he's got, got that bit. Everywhere. Yeah, he's got he's got that bit. <laughs> yeah, he's got that bit of quality. And um, Charles Lee will be on left when, from what I've seen him mostly, he's a cam, but he'll be up. He'll be up there on left with Barry on right and. Read up without middle, but we ain't got that much option unless we put unless we start Sinclair in some sort of mad world <laughs> on left. It's not going to happen, is it? So it's it's going to be the same eleven. Yeah, yeah I, I, I suppose you could put O'Keefe on wing. Yeah, or or bring Ben in at left back. <laughs> I'd rather not. Uh, yeah. If you, he's like a one-legged. I'd rather Nigel. I'd Nigel play himself. Yeah, <laughs> a one-legged soldier at the moment. Okay, just before we do finish, your predictions for Cambridge. I don't want to be a pessimist, but you know, take a draw. I I would take a draw. Yeah, but would you rather? Think, would you rather be a low-scoring draw? Or would you rather see Mansfield, no, Mansfield go uh, Mansfield go for it and look? I'll take it a nil-nil. I think it'll be 2-1 Cambridge but I think Reed will for us okay brilliant stuff well thank you very much